0: What's going on, everybody? It's the ID84 show live from quarantine here, uh, episode 130. Uh, as always, the Adam DeMallet below on Zoom yeah. with his Z- helicopter controller on. And a uh, special guest tonight, finally on the show after all this time, Mr. Ryan Glover. How you doing, brother?
1: I'm excellent. Thank you guys for having me, finally. Yes. The elusive,
2: the elusive Ryan Glover. I know. Right? He used a... to slip past us.
0: <laughs> it's funny because we've been trying to get you on the show for a while, and then uh, we had the old studio at the uh, the apartment in Rivera that we were using, and then, um, then I moved. And then um, right when we moved and got this set up, uh, basically uh, we had the uh, coronavirus. Right. So, <laughs> so that's always good. How have you been surviving uh, quarantine after, uh, oh, God, it's been almost two months now. What have you been doing so you haven't lost your mind completely? Man,
1: uh, I've been blogging regularly on the Packy. Like, you know, uh, that really helps. Like, you know, uh, it's very therapeutic. You know, it gives me something to do and uh, definitely a way to connect and stuff and everything with different people. Uh, you know, just staying safe. You know, I've been, I've been staying inside except for going to the grocery store and stuff and everything for my family. So, you know.
0: Yeah, I mean that's all you can do. I mean, I, I I go to the grocery store. I've been working from home. Been going to the grocery store. Uh, let's see, every Monday. That's about the extent of me uh, getting out into the uh, the public, into the real world. So it's even that's paranoia. Like I have the mask on, the gloves on. You know, I'm. Uh, you know, I wish I've had a hazmat suit. I'd be all set. I'd probably wear one of those as well. But
1: man, but uh, like people are like still living their lives, man. I think like you know, you go to the park. You see, like, people out there, they're planning the project. <laughs> I like, you know, social distancing, is it a real thing? Yeah. It is. yeah. A lot of people are ignoring it, you know. Well, that's
0: well, it. That's, uh, yeah. Sorry, guys. No, that's a scary thing is people who are ignoring it. Like, it, it, there's, there's one thing, if you're thinking that maybe it's a little extreme. Okay, that's one thing. But you should really, you know, weigh on the side of caution, I think. I mean, who knows? You don't know. No one knows. You know yeah. what I mean?
1: Yeah. So, I, I definitely agree. Uh, like, there's uh, – I'm listening to the experts – you know, and some everything, like, you know, what they're saying and some everything. So, like, taking those those sort of, sort of precautions.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. I uh, stopped whistling to the mainstream news. I, I only read, like, science blogs and scientific journals because I'm just so sick of the media amping this thing up worse than it really is. Because, like, for example, today I turned on the news for the first time in two weeks because I only watch it for the weather. Or, or traffic or whatever like that because they're just a pain in the ass. And the main story was coronavirus might be more contagious now, they're saying. And you know what? I read that same article, but they're leaving out an important part, which is that it might actually be the weakening and showing signs that it's mutating but for the better and actually possibly weakening. But they didn't mention that. The headline was coronavirus more might be more contagious. They left the other part out. Yeah. So it's like they just – I'm, I'm really getting sick no, I seen that too. To it was stories. that's how they
0: let it off. It, it was like it's mutating. Yeah, exactly. They said that it's mutating, but they didn't exactly say how it's mutating or why it's mutating. They gave me any they didn't give us any information on it whatsoever. Um, like you said, yeah. it could be mutating for the best. Like no, it is.
2: They think it is, but they left that part out. Yeah, of course. So that's what I mean. Like they 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 hi, the, all caps coronavirus more contagious. But you're missing the point. It's if it's mutating for the better and getting weaker, that's awesome. That's like a, that's, we dodged a huge bullet then because if want. it was going the other direction, if it was going the other direction, then, you know, humanity could literally be at stake. I think it's worth talking about, you know?
0: Well, that's what they want, you know? They want to, I know. They want people to go crazy. They want people to lose exactly. their minds and buy meat. Now you can't buy meat in the stop oh, and God. shop.
2: Right, and then, my, ugh, and then my mom will keep me on the phone for like 45 minutes did you know a baby died yes mom i'm sure a baby died like a couple i'm sure some have died this is yes. those are the exceptions not the rule yes i get it and it's horrible but like it's not like every second babies are dying on the street like the plague you know it's uh
1: the percentage wise do you think is fear picturing like you know like
2: yeah. Oh, it's up there. Uh, and you know what? This is all they have right now and this is all they keep pushing. And it's, it's just like, I wish that they would actually, you know, give both sides of the story. Cause I don't think, but I also don't think our own government is telling us all the whole both sides. They, they can't stay committed to a fucking answer. So it, it goes, it goes, ever. it's all around, you know, uh, I'm not quite sure. No prob- like
0: Everyone's going to be careful because the thing is, if you can't start saying stuff and you know, making, predictions and you know i don't know if you say too much too soon then what's True. gonna happen is if you're wrong then everyone's gonna call you an asshole and you know True. But, so it's better to say i don't know i guess uh, who knows
2: But I also think some of these politicians care more about their political career than the well-being of the people. So they'd rather keep a lot of these restrictions longer than we need, which is fine to some extent. But at some point, you do have to lift those. But I think some of these politicians want to keep it there longer because they're afraid of looking bad, and then they won't get reelected because more people died under them. They're more thinking for themselves and not the general public. Some of them. Not all of them. I
1: I see a contradiction too, like you know, because like you know, a lot of these politicians are still living their daily lives. You know, going on the news, like you know, and stuff, everything, doing press conferences where there's other people. You know, yeah,
2: well, (laughs) you fucking affected, yeah, 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 exactly.
1: You know, I like. Did you see the the photo of like Mike Pence where he didn't have the mask? Oh
0: yeah. It's. It's like what is he thinking? Like how do you not wear a mask? Like it's. I know,
2: yeah. Especially a public figure, definitely should have, yeah.
0: Well, then he goes because I get tested all the time. Oh, that's fucking great. But you get tested, you could still get it. it. Doesn't really make a difference if you get you can test it all the time. You know like, what does that mean? So you get it doesn't make any sense. You're an old man. You're you're in the demographic in which people are dying. So like I don't know why you're not wearing a fucking. You're the vice president. So if you die. Then it's like you're a powerful leader of the company, uh, like of right. the company, the country. It's like shouldn't you be walking around like you know? I, blows I mean, my fucking mind. You
2: still got better odds of winning the lottery than actually getting it, or well, the state lottery at least. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, mean, could,
0: I could I could use that. I pissed through my <laughs> stimulus already, so. <laughs> but all right, so did I tell you what I I did? what
2: you bought in, Yeah, in the time of a pandemic what's it already drunk by so <laughs> by. so
0: Ryan a couple of weeks ago I drunk bought a piece of grass that I actually have right here from uh yes yes we'll get to the other one in a minute there we go it's uh turf actually you can't see it the green screen so it's it's turf um <laughs> from new era field in Buffalo where the Buffalo Bills played um, I'm a Patriots fan, I'm not a Buffalo Bills fan, but I've, I've seen a game in which that turf was used, so I felt I was obligated to buy it, and uh, so I, I actually forgot about it until I got like an email the next day saying it was confirming my purchase of a uh, piece of turf from New Era Field. So I bought that, and then um, the guy came in the mail, and then you think I would have learn my lesson. So last Thursday night, I'm sitting there, um, so me and me and the wife do the shore on, uh, on Thursdays, we're very excited about that, Jersey Shore. Okay. So we uh we, we make a whole night of it. We start at eight <laughs> o'clock, you know. We get there and then we, so I have a few cocktails between then and the end of the show. And um, I'm drinking wine like water. This is a uh, quarantine. i I uh purchased so so over the uh, summer at the uh, TD Garden, they had ripped out every single seat and replaced them with new seats. As you probably read oh, how right. how bad they were, the new seats. I purchased the, uh, a pair of uh, old seats for the garden. <laughs>
2: Yeah, in the middle of a pandemic, responsible yes. spending. <laughs> they uh,
0: they came today. The they look nice.
2: Oh, uh, that's the, the closest you can get to sports now. You know, I'm like right? It's, it's true. I'm sitting there. I think it must have been like eleven o'clock at night. I look at my phone. Already texts me. He's like, Adam, I bought these seats. Don't tell Sue's.
0: Yeah, fam. I didn't tell my wife. She, she came home today, and they were set up in the living room. She's like, and what are those? I'm like, oh, the seats from the TV garden. she's like, and why do you have them? I go, I. I bought them. Now, well, my you, def, my defense, right next to me, are seats from Fenway Park. So I just needed a collection. So, you know.
2: Right. Well, you do realize this is building credit for her to someday make a stupid purchase. And you have to look the other way, right? Oh, I
0: am well aware of that. In fact, <laughs> there is enough credibility for her for the next uh, decade to buy whatever property she wants. Then I can't say anything about it. So, you know, she makes her purchases. Have you seen her shoe collection?
2: Um, I've seen, heard that part of that closet I had to help you move, that giant, yeah, whatever the heck that was, that mobile, whatever that was. Yeah, Yeah. so,
0: you know, I might buy articles of uh, sports memorabilia, but, uh, you know, we all have our vices, I guess, you know? How many shoes would you say she has? She probably, at one point, I don't know, close to 100. Wow. And now, mind you, I own a pair of sandals, a pair of black sneakers, a pair of black shoes, and a pair of brown shoes so I got four items to my uh, my work shoes so maybe five that's about it you know sounds about right and I wear them to the ground so they fall off <laughs> so uh, tomorrow uh, the NFL is announcing the schedule and they're making a big deal about it like they usually do um, I ha- have you guys seen any leaks out there floating around
2: no I haven't uh-huh.
0: I the only one I've seen was uh, Monday night football opening night Bucks. Falcons in Atlanta. Tom Brady versus Matt Morion. Opening first Monday night game. Um, And obviously, there's going to be no foreign games this year, no European or Mexico games because of the whole situation. Um, So that's going to be interesting, too, because uh, they're supposed to play four games in England this year and one game in Mexico, I think. So, not how that's going to turn out. Yeah. Do you feel that uh, we're even going to have a season this year? That's a big question.
1: I've been hearing rumors and stuff, everything, that they were trying to look at ways for them to play without the fans, you know, so they could bring back sports. Yeah. I think, like, you know, uh, sports are probably, like, a essential part of our society, so, <laughs> you know.
0: Well, I did see that uh, ESPN will be um, featuring uh, Taiwan Baseball League, our Korea, nice. Korea baseball league start next week or something like that. So we can actually watch live baseball from from the from Asia, um, okay. with no fans in the crowd. So that's gonna be interesting. <laughs> but at least it's something to watch. I mean, I'm looking for anything. I, but yeah. So back in the NFL, one of the theories was they were gonna let people in and sit every other seat, every other yeah. role. <laughs> and how would you even coordinate that for people to come into the stadium and sit where they're supposed to sit in certain areas? Yeah.
2: Uh, the other problem too is yeah you could do that there, but then when you go to concessions, people no, also no co- come together. And no, like, concessions. no concessions. No oh, concessions.
0: No concessions. they're going to ban concessions. But when you're pissing next to a urinal, I mean, you're elbow to elbow of the guy next to you. So at this, it's true. like how are you you're not going to everyone's going to give everyone diapers when they walk in. Mm-hmm. I mean, who wants to go to a football game if you can't sit there and have a hot dog or you know a bear or something like that? You know, or enjoy yourself. True. And I mean that yeah. probably means no tailgating. Because people are on top of each other in the parking lot, right? So it's like you're taking the whole experience away from the whole entire thing. It's true. Hmm. I'd say at that rate, you just don't have anyone in the stadium, you know? Yeah. Get robots like they do in Taiwan. Put robots in the stands. Ryan, did you see that at all? That What they were doing in some of the uh, stadiums? No, I haven't seen any of that. Adam, yeah. uh, you gotta explain to him exactly what's
2: yeah. in, <laughs> in Taiwan. They've been putting like robots and cardboard cutouts in the stands to replace the people. It's, it's actually pretty funny if you Google it. yeah, that's <laughs>
1: that's
2: <laughs> me.
0: They had these like robots and mannequins with like sponsors wearing T-shirts for like whatever company it was, like in certain sections around the stadium, and the robots would be moving around, and then it was bizarre by uh,
2: Speaking of football, already did I only saw the headline, but I didn't read the story. Maybe you know something about it. What is going on with Mississippi and Brett Favre and like all these things that like Mississippi spent money on, and like including like Brett Favre, like things that he never showed up for and paid him like millions of dollars. Really? What's going no, on with that? I didn't. Yeah.
0: See, I didn't see anything like that. It's a. It's pretty. Yeah, interesting. look it
2: up. It's like Mississippi spent like millions of dollars for Brett Favre and like a, a bunch of stupid purchases. I don't know what the hell is going on in Mississippi.
0: But, you know, Brett Favre's like Jesus Christ down in uh, Mississippi, you know. He's like uh, Tim Tebow to Florida.
2: Fuck that guy. I hate Brett Favre so much. I can't
0: stand him. My favorite thing about Brett Five was many years ago when they came out with him uh, taking dick pics. And uh, he knew it was him because he had a, his watch on that was, like, engraved. And he was wearing, like, green Crocs in the shower.
2: That's right. Yeah. Lucky you know, girl. That's another ring. That's another ring in the wife's collection when she saw that, probably. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> Talk about uh, Brett Favre. Now we're on the subject because I think this is a very interesting topic. By far, really good quarterback, but only two Super Bowls. That's it, and well, yeah. two Super Bowl appearances, only one Super Bowl win.
2: Yeah, that's because he was a good player, but not a good team player. He wasn't like you know you got to be a team, and he was not a, he was he was never a team guy, and he was a gunslinger. Yeah, and like he, he his his career record interceptions like is. Not even close, I think, to number two. He would just gun it down the field. Didn't give a shit.
0: All right, he would just throw the ball like crazy. Like it was almost like I it, it has to be, you know, a two to one ratio for touchdowns and yeah. to interceptions. Because he, I remember towards the late, latter of his career when he went to like Minnesota. Every team he was at, he made a run. Minnesota, they made a little bit of a run when he was on the Jets. They had a quick little flash, like you know. But um, he, I mean. The stories behind him, how when when uh, Aaron Rodgers was behind him for those years, and now you see Aaron Rodgers kind of a pissing, moaning kind of guy. Like you know, that's, he probably ran five out of town at that point because he wanted to play. You know,
2: can you look up his interceptions right now, like most interceptions all time, and see who? I know he's got to be number one, but I'm curious what number two number two is and how many it is. Because I just I gotta know.
0: Yeah, I can do that. Bye. Uh, I
1: finished his career with 336 interceptions.
0: Wow. So you're right. Brett Favre has the leader. He is 300. Yes, 336. So to give you some perspective of who's number two, it's uh, George uh, Blanda, and he has 277. So he has almost (laughs) 50 less. Now, Now, mind you, Brett Favre did play... What do he play, almost 20 years? He was up there, like maybe 15 to 20 years. He was there for a while. So, Yeah. But it's like then you have John. John Haddle has 268, and then Vin- Vinny Testaverde is number four with uh 267. hmm That's a lot of fucking interceptions. Yeah. I mean, that's not a stat you want to be proud of. At the end of the mm-hmm. day, you don't want to be like, hey, you know.
2: Yeah, I don't care how many years you've played. You do not want to be on, like, the top of that. Uh, no, no. I think that have some pretty other impressive stats though, and he does so.
0: Yeah, I mean, he was he was a good quarterback to have. Like he was, if I just they didn't really put a team around that helped him. You know, he was yeah, young, but he see. I don't know. He wanted the money though. You know, that's he wanted to get paid. So you can't build a team. You can't build a team around a quarterback if you, if you, if they want to be paid because I mean the salary cap kills it. If you're going to take twenty five percent of your salary cap on one player, how the fuck are you going to run a team? It's not going to run.
2: Well, his problem was, I'm going to retire. Actually, no, wait, I don't know. And then he kept stringing a team along. And then they said, finally. And then when he finally said, all right, I'll come back. They were like, fuck you. We've already given you, you know, X amount of time. So they didn't want him anymore.
0: Yeah. You know? Well, I'll be. So basically, we're now with Tampa Bay with Tom Brady down there. I mean, what they're doing is basically stacking a team up around him for one good run. Because a lot of those guys are, like, on short contracts or expiring contracts or, like, one-year deals and stuff. I mean, so this is, like, the one. This is one and all. This is it. Tampa Bay doesn't do anything next year. The, the, Tom, Brady, Tom Brady's going to be playing for the New York, well, I guess, the, yeah, the New York Jets, basically, type team, you know? Or The Jacksonville yeah. Jaguars. What are you doing, your homework? No. Oh, I see you flipping through books. You get, like, a nice, like... Um. A feather pen, like you're like in the old colonial times. Not a feather pen. It's just a, it's just a regular <laughs> pen. No, no, no. I'm just writing some stuff. That's all. What's your thermostat at? I see it behind you. <laughs> Sixty
2: nine. Seventy six.
0: <laughs> wow, you keep your house warm, huh?
2: It is right now, actually. I don't know why, but I don't know. I usually keep it around like seventy three.
0: I don't.
2: Uh, if anybody out there I actually gives a fuck about that, which they shouldn't. I'm but...
0: curious when they have naked cooking. Do you push the temperature up say. a little bit, or do you? <laughs>
2: I'm used to it being hot because of Naked Cooking.
0: Ryan, he does. Yeah. He hosts Naked Cooking once a month.
2: Oh yeah. No, we can't anymore. <laughs> not anymore. Because, because, oh, this the
0: <laughs> I believe it. I don't know the, the specifics because I was never invited. But I believe it involves a bunch of people coming and they prepare meals in a non-sexual manner naked.
2: Yes, that's to, that's totally it.
0: It sounds so. dangerous when you're using fryliness.
2: Oh yeah. <laughs> no, no fried food. Definitely no, not. Can't do no. fried food. <laughs>
0: Or anything with hot peppers, because you accidentally touch yourself. That would hurt. (laughs) Oh, man. You know what I mean? That
2: would be horrible.
0: I got a funny story. So, obviously, I work a couple nights at a Mexican restaurant. So, I used to host these events once a month. And uh, I would do, like, games for, like, prizes. So, we'd do, like, a hot pepper eating contest. We'd do, like, a, uh, you know, chugging contest, toilet paper roll, mummy contest. So, anyways, this guy goes, and we have the hot pepper eating contest. So, we started with uh, jalapenos, and we worked our way up to, you know, um... Habanero peppers and stuff like this. So the guy was eating them like crazy. He was like pounding them back, won the contest. So, like, two weeks later, they come in, him and his wife, and his wife's like, I have something to say to you. I'm like, what? She's like, You know, he ate all those hot peppers. Then he went down on me that night, and I hurt.
2: Oh,
1: my. <laughs> Burned.
0: She's t-
2: That's a little too
1: much information I was just going to say why would you yes. share that <laughs> there's, there's, there's
0: certain things you want to hear as a bartender And there's certain things you, you can just leave to the back You know it's like ah alright <laughs> So keep that in mind if you're having a special time with anyone you're Don't right. eat the hot peppers you know Shit uh, So um, Does the video quality seem a little bit better today Adam than last week Nah Seems like the really. same.
2: It looks different. It looks. I don't know. I don't know about better. It just looks different. I don't know if. So it I'm looks am using uh... a
0: 1080 digital camcorder to broadcast instead of a shitty aftermarket. Um, yeah, you look stretched out. Well, yeah, because it's, it's it's in high def. It's in 16. uh We call it 816. What's the ratio? When's when's the 16 ratio? So. It's a little bit different now. It's weird or like, it's, 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 it's long story, but it's, and at the end of the day, it's going to be better video quality if I get there. Ah. So I had this camcorder sitting around. So I've been using these shitty webcams. Like the, the quality was just like, it was all right. But I had this camcorder and I was trying to figure out. So I spent like, um, I don't know, like a hundred bucks to buy a capture card. I guess these are what the gamers use to video, to capture their video, video gaming onto the computer to broadcast like on YouTube. So oh, okay. it basically takes a video and turns it into a uh, something you can use. It t- basically turns the video into, like, a camera p- source. So that's basically what I'm doing with this camcorder. So this is basically with the lights and everything like that, you should have a better quality crisp picture. And, in fact, I figured out the uh, Facebook problem. The you know how it was staggering a couple weeks ago? Yes. I found fine- tuned in that, so we shouldn't be having that problem this week. So everything should be good right there. Oh, so. huh.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds cool. Yeah, because I've been trying to uh find like um like a cooler webcam. Yep. To kind of like, you know, um you know, make my videos crisper because like when I download them, I know it's like the resolution kind of like decreases. Yeah, it a takes crazy, a hit. so like um that's definitely something and stuff I'm looking uh to so, like, you know.
0: Adam, like you use what do you use when you, you just use your phone and videotape your YouTube videos?
2: Yep. I just use my phone.
0: So his phone has a really good video. It you, would you film in 4K or do you do just do 1080?
2: It's in four, it's in 4K, but it's weird. I noticed like when it looks better, like when I was watching it on your TV, when I was at your apartment, it looks way better than it does on my
0: television. Okay.
1: Um, yeah, like, like the phone, the phone videos like if you shoot videos with your iPhone, they come out way crisper and stuff everything than like on my laptop, but like I do the videos cuz I just have the the free account for Zoom. Can you record you have to get the paid account to use your phone to record or oh, like, yeah. I know, to... uh,
0: no, no. Well, I know Skype, you can record for free. Cause me and Adam, oh, are recording for free. yeah, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Zoom, free. zoom is like, uh, what the hell is this? What the hell is this?
2: This meeting no longer has a time limit. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> Why am I getting notifications?
0: Oh, so yeah, it's the, it's the zoom thing. So it's, if you, I don't, I don't pay for zoom. So you have a usually a, oh, a limit. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm, it's actually new to me because I have never used this before, but I think the interface is a lot more user friendly than Skype. Um, so I'm just I kinda... have a
1: lot of audio issues when I use Skype, like I do interviews and stuff. And uh, even if it's not my audio, like the other person's audio be off, like depending on like, you know, what kind of device, like a bunch of different interviews I did. They were like really good interviews. But like, you know, it's like the other person sounds like there's an echo, like, you know, and stuff, everything where I don't have that issue with Zoom. So that's why I do a lot of my interviews with Zoom.
2: Have you ever tried Teams? Microsoft Teams? I use that for work. It's okay. It kind of it reminds me of Zoom.
0: It's kind of the same thing. Teams? No, I never used it. Yeah. Yeah,
1: Yeah, I'm not familiar with it. Yeah, I've been, people have been telling me about like a, a couple of oversights too. Isn't there something like Weebly or something like that or?
2: yeah yeah oh yeah we yeah that sounds that sounds familiar i haven't used that one though but i i didn't even know about zoom until this pandemic happened and then everyone was using zoom constantly i'm like shit i just know about skype what's so great about fucking zoom i don't know what the hell's going on you know it's cool it's fine
1: you know like i wish i had invested in it before the pandemic i didn't know everybody in the world was gonna be using zoom
2: (laughs) yeah for a while i was like just some celebrity say it was cool so now everyone's using it but there's really no difference but it's it's easier so uh, whatever i guess you know Stick with it,
0: I guess. So last night yeah. we used it for the for uh, the bar. We all got together, um, well, twelve of us, all bartenders and servers and stuff like. Because Cinco de Mayo is a big day for the Mexican restaurant. We yeah, usually have a huge day. It's a huge money day. We're losing lots, lots, of lots of money, but everyone is at that point, I guess. But um, so we all got together and had a few cocktails, and we we just wanted to say hi. It lasted like three and a half hours. We were on Zoom. By the time it was done. I was like the fourth to last to drop out. It went on for another hour after that. But uh, it was really cool. I mean, it works so great. I mean, you could have so many people on. I liked seeing like the Boston Orchestra, the Symphony Orchestra did thing where they all were playing the instruments and stuff. And they had like 100 people on the screen at the same time. It was pretty cool.
2: What's that app that I remember Suze mentioned it in group text that you can play games. House Party. Can, Can that be done on the show through like and you can record it as if it's like part of the show?
0: Oh well, I probably can do that. Yeah, I could probably. That'd be kind of interesting. I don't think you can naturally do it. I think I can just hook my phone up to the the the, the computer and kind of do it that way. But because I think it's just an app. I don't know if it's a PC based but it could be. If it is, it works because yeah, House Party is really cool. So House uh, Ryan, you familiar with House Party? No, I've never heard of it. So it's I, a, I know the movie. Yeah, the movie's <laughs> great. Didn't uh, play, didn't play, man. <laughs> So you basically download it and you have like these stupid games to play. Like you play heads up, you play like different things or whatever like that. But like when you, when you, so like I'll enter the house party right now and anyone who's also in the house party, will let you know that Adi's in the house (laughs) and uh, they can message me if they want to uh, play a game or something of that nature. So like, so right now it's, it's basically, you just load it in. And uh, it says, Adipati Potty online. So, right now, I have my brother-in-law, my wife, my sister, all on this thing. So, like, I'll stay in here. And then, like, like, it goes if you're, like, I think it goes if you're Facebook. Because I'm getting people that are, like, like, friends of friends. I don't know. Like, for example, like, start a house party. like, Susan, you talked, I well, guess. Yeah, so, so, basically, it's pretty cool. So, you can play stupid games. It passes the time. So, what I think what we should do maybe is have a game night, like on like like a Friday night or Saturday, we all can get a little loopy and just have a game night on house party. I yeah. would do it. <laughs> That'd be a good time, right? Like,
2: yeah. I, I mean, know tonight I'm, I'm gonna watch the movie because now it's in my head. So
0: I'm thinking that. about yeah. bringing back game night for real once this quarantine's over. Like, like, is that like an old person thing? Is that what people do in their their thirties and their forties now? They have like. You know, Couples yep. meet up, and like they have different houses each week, and they play Oh, like yes, they do, and games. they're usually
2: pretentious assholes.
0: <laughs> Did you ever see the movie Game Night? Yep. It's actually a good movie. It was actually it wasn't bad. It was okay. I
1: was Sorry. Familiar. Like, uh, What
0: was that movie about, Game Night? So it was, um, what's his name? Justin Bateman's in there, and uh, they're both these couples that, like, they go to, like, they, each Friday night, they go to someone's house to play a game, like a board game or something like this. So, long story short, um, Justin Bateman's brother comes over for game night and he wants to really top it off. So, he has like this extreme game night where, like, he orders, you know, he buys this company to come in to like really put on like a real murder, mystery murder type thing. Long story short, there's a real criminal act going on and these people don't know. They think it's part of the game and it gets pretty crazy. It's actually. Was well, cool.
2: also the guy that good that they don't want to show up there because they don't like him. Oh yes. the, the <laughs> the cop. Yeah, yeah, the neighbor. Yeah, the cop. cop. Yeah. That scene with the dog and like the blood and the, that was hilarious. That was like the only time I laughed pretty hard. That was Oh,
0: the, oh yeah, the wife stuff. Like I, you know, the wife that divorced him. I yeah. love Have Bateman. Have you guys seen the uh,
1: Ozarks?
2: Yes, I watched the entire se- uh, one through four like in oh, a binge my. recently. Oh my goodness
1: Yeah, I just did like a couple of weeks ago. I was like, you know, I've been watching everything on Netflix. It's so amazing, man. What's the premise?
0: I haven't watched um, it yet, and I'm, it's on my my to do list. Now that we're running out of things to watch, like what's basically you, the synopsis? It, it,
2: it, you could kind of think of it as like The Sopranos and Breaking Bad in the sense where your your protagonist is the is also the antagonist. Like he's he's You're following the bad guy.
0: Okay, much. A, you know, it's based off the casinos, right, or something like that. From the
2: there, but that's like. Late on okay um but the show has a way of just kind of like just when you think it's starting to hit a lull something happens and it's like oh shit you know it's like it, it starts to get a little dry and then i'll listen whoa you just wake up and it, it's it gets you it is really it, does it, it, it
0: grabs you is it funny at all okay i see justin bakeman yeah. i always think he's like a dying. It, huh.
1: it has some humorous parts definitely like you know it's a, but it's like dark humor mm-hmm. oh so like you know but uh like the storylines are on point like you know and uh it's really an interesting show Because you know like Jason Bateman You really wouldn't like think of him being like You know uh, involved in the drug trade and yeah. yeah
0: I gotta check it Alright it's on my to-do list Alright I'm gonna watch those How many episodes are there? That's uh, four seasons It's four seasons? Yeah It's been on that long? So, yeah How come? I'm so just- it's ten
2: episodes a season So that's uh, You got 40 episodes You got plenty to watch already You gotta catch I'm up I'm literally
0: just hearing about this For like <laughs> the first time Like a month ago Like I Interesting Okay yeah. I mean,
1: like uh Nikki Jams too. El Ganador. I
0: haven't seen that one. No, I haven't seen that either.
1: Well, it's so it's so awesome. So it's about this guy. Like uh, he actually like grew up in Lawrence, like Mass and stuff and everything. He's uh like a a pop singer. He like got uh cool of, like Daddy Yankee. Okay. And he's, yeah, and like you know it just like details is, like you know rise of like you know going to like you know from Lawrence, Mass to like Puerto Rico. Then he eventually goes to Colombia. It's a great show, but it's like subtitled because it's in Spanish. Okay, yeah, but it's it's great.
0: Lawrence, huh? Jesus, talk about a yeah. town that's been hitting hard. They got they, they had the uh, houses that blew up uh, two years ago, and now they're they getting hit hard with that the corona.
1: Oh yeah, and uh, Chelsea Masses, is Chelsea too. too. Yeah,
0: Now, Ryan, where do you live? Do you live in you live in the area? Right, I live in Cambridge. Oh, Cambridge. Okay, yeah. yeah. So. We obviously been following your YouTube page um, with your interviews and all that stuff. Uh, so where do you find these people to interview? Is it just random? Do you just kind of go out there? Do you have an idea okay. of like a
1: story? Uh, so like a lot of like, okay, a lot of the adult film stars and stuff, I work with publishers. So like there's like uh, two publicists that I've uh, basically worked with. Um, one's like uh, Erica and uh, the other one's now, uh, James Bartholowitz And uh, I just like, you know, hit them up. Like you, know what I mean, they send out press releases every now and then. Yep. Like you know, they pretty much like hook me up with like the porn star interviews, all the ones I request. Okay. And then, um, as far as like actors, sometimes and stuff, there's a couple publicists I work with, like um, you know, with like the actors and stuff, everything. But like uh, a lot of times, I just hit them up via Instagram. Okay. So like I'm like you know, or like you know, and some people and stuff, everything like you know, refer me. that's my son but uh like a lot of people like refer me and stuff everything like you know to other people so like i'll ask them like hey like you know anybody or you know like i just try to do a really good job with the interview and like you know make them enjoy it and stuff everything and say hey like you know anybody else
0: and they'll they'll hook me up that's pretty cool yeah you you get a lot of people there's lots of content
1: yeah 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 and i'm i'm really proud of like the interviews i really love like the site and stuff everything and uh, i think like you know it's, uh, it's a lot of value, like, you know, for, for people to come on the site, you yeah. know, and stuff and everything. So, like, I really take it serious. And I've really been trying to, you know, like, kind of, like, steer away from the porn interviews and, like, try to do, like, more serious interviews recently and stuff and everything. Like, I just, like, interviewed Noble Glimmy. You know, he's an actor. Done, like, you know, 180 films. And, uh, like, I was really proud, like, you know, to be able to interview him. I interviewed uh, Soren Baker, who's, like, a hip-hop journalist, you know, very renowned and stuff and everything. So, you know. Just like you know, continue to grow with
0: it. No, that's pretty cool. I mean, it's uh, it, it, I was just curious. I, I seen there's always you always had so much content. and You always tell me so many interviews build up. So I didn't know if you had like a source, but that makes sense. But you know what? There's nothing wrong with the porn stars because they sell. Porn sells. We all know. Oh, that. Yeah. The, the the views are, are crazy.
1: Like you know, and some everything. It's like it kind of because I'll do an interview. You know, I think was a great interview. But it won't necessarily generate the same interest. Like the views mm-hmm. and everything will just be nuts. Like on like pretty much every porn star interview, if you go look at the numbers, they're over, like you know, what I mean around like a thousand views. But oh, I'll yeah. be somebody like you know, somebody I was really proud of, like Yukong Zhao. You know, he's running for um for Senator for uh for Congress in Florida in the 7th district. I was really proud of that interview, and uh, you know, he talks about like you know, growing up in like, you know, like uh socialist China. And um, I thought that was like a really important interview, but like, you know, it didn't really resonate with people, you know?
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's that's annoying. I think it, it boils down to what more so do you want to do it for? Are you doing this for you or are you doing it? And if you're doing it for you, then, you know, stick to those. Are you doing it for more so the people and like, you know, for, for entertainment? And if that's so, then stick with that. Or maybe find like a happy medium, right. you know, and do it, you know, and that that's the struggle. I mean, I know me personally, I mean, I don't, I just, I don't see it as ever being an income or anything like that. So it, everything's kind of for me, just for, for fun. Um, but yeah, but I, and I don't, I, I don't want to put any money into it, really, or any of that. So if it, if it, if it comes to that, it comes to that. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But it all, everybody has different motives and different ways they want to go cool. about doing theirs. So you, you know? know, one of the things,
1: uh, like I really like about the adult film star interviews is like a lot of the people in the adult film industry, they're very not just middle. They don't care. It's like, hey, you want to do an interview with me and stuff and everything. Like it's more of a, a very inclusive community. And like all the interviews I've done with like the adult film stars, they're really cool. You know, like I still talk to them after the interviews. If I ask them to retweet something, they'll retweet. You know what I mean? And yeah. like stuff like that. Where like if you interview an actor, they won't necessarily retweet it. They won't necessarily uh, repost it. You know, and stuff, or everything. Or like you try to hit back. Like you know, they won't necessarily respond and stuff, or everything. Like yeah. you know. So, I that's one of the things I really like about the adult film stars is like they're they're so cool and like you know chill, yeah. not like you know. Uh, pretentious, rude.
2: I still couldn't believe On your The, the one that That girl who did uh, Who was on Game of Thrones Remember I commented On one of your videos I said yes. I can't believe This girl is like I never watched it Like yes. It's a hard <laughs> night
1: Yeah yeah she, she was never Like Game of Thrones And stuff Everything I, I thought that was hilarious And you well,
0: know the- oh, I, I never watched Game of Thrones ever
2: but you are—you're not on TV. I mean, if you were on TV and you were a role in one of the biggest television shows ever, oh, don't you yeah. think you would have at least watched an episode? Yeah. You know oh, I mean? yeah. Like, yeah. No, that's like, true.
0: No, you missed
1: it. like, like the one with the dragon. That was in the one. The <laughs> yeah, that's what she said. i was like oh yeah, the one with the dragon. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like, and you know, like, oh uh, it's so funny because, like, I went to theater school and you know how many girls would have killed to be on like Game yeah. of Thrones and stuff yeah. everything that and have that role that's a huge accomplishment and stuff and everything and uh like a lot of the girls they're really accomplished uh like one of the girls like Hallie Roses like she actually was like gonna go to she had got a dance scholarship to Juilliard you know and stuff and everything but like she tore like you know I mean a, a tendon in her knee or something and stuff and everything and they like put her on a different path you know so it's like really interesting to hear these stories and stuff, everything, and like, you know, just like the things and stuff they're doing, like traveling all over the world, man, it's exciting,
2: you know, so did it really put her on a different path though? or is it like the stripper who's like, yeah, I'm just doing this temporarily to make money while I'm in dental school. You know, <laughs> sure you are, you know,
0: It's <laughs> fine. I wonder if the, I've had that story. I was at a strip club once and the stripper once told me she was just doing this to go to dental school. So oh yeah, I've heard that. I've heard the same thing. I think it's like, they have a
2: book of like, okay, what's my excuse for doing this? Um, I own a nail salon. I've heard that one.
0: Boy, um, that's why yeah. I tell him I used to play minor league baseball for the, uh, you know, the Portland Sea Dogs. So If they're going to lie to me, I'm just going to lie back. So. I tell
1: them I'm a helicopter pilot. That's, <laughs> you know, and stuff, and everything, you know. Uh, but, uh, but, like, man, you, you do hear a lot of stories, but, like, a lot of those those girls are really like hustlers and bringing in, like, you know, huge amounts of money. Yeah. Out. Oh, yeah. You know, especially with, like, the OnlyFans and, and stuff like that. Uh, which is taking a lot of power from, like, you know, the, the porn companies and stuff and everything. They kind of, like, you know, are their own company and stuff and everything. I think, like, one of the girls I interviewed, uh, like, she makes about, like, $20,000
0: a month, you know, is huge income, man. Like <laughs> That's crazy. And they, how much money do they get just to post and shit on Instagram?
1: Yeah. And, like, oh, she doesn't even, you know, uh, like, I think she just had sex with her boyfriend on camera. Like, you know, she, like pretty much just shakes her, her breasts and stuff everything like how
2: <laughs> yeah the, the oh, problem with that is you, you kind of like put yourself in a corner though because if you do that that's on the internet for life someday you're gonna have to get a real job like how
1: yeah. You know? oh yeah a lot of a lot of girls uh like i've talked to them about that and stuff. everything about like you know uh some of them have talked to me about like you know actually like working and then people recognizing them and you know things and stuff everything of that nature it's it's not all all roses you know in sunshine as you would yeah. imagine i don't like,
0: tell that and to talkers and- tell that to kim Kardashian. i mean she hit a video of her blowing uh brandy's brother and it hasn't really hurt her career <laughs> that's, that's Oh these- yeah. <laughs> so i mean yeah
1: yeah uh like you know and stuff everything like i think like uh for her you know like it just propelled her career and i think actually she was the person who really made like sex tapes for celebrities popular because like a lot of like celebrities tried to come out like you know whoa actually paris Hilton first and then kim kardashian you know like
2: <laughs> little sluts and it helps when you're, you already have money i'm sure that, also, that already helps
0: well, so. it doesn't hurt you know money doesn't hurt
1: yeah yeah money is like you know definitely like you know the uh thing that makes the world go
0: round I realized you guys were looking at me backwards for the last uh, half hour. I had, the, I had the camera on mirror by mistake, so we're back. No, I've been looking at you. We're talking about was I was I backwards though? My shirt was backwards. Oh, maybe
2: I don't. know. I'm not looking at your shirt.
0: Now so. I'm on the left. So I was on the right.
2: Well, now like, look at already in his
0: shirt. You yeah. know, I had too much fun with the green screen the other night. I was, I was having the conversation. I was putting up weather maps. And I was pretending I was a weatherman, <laughs> going like this with the daily forecast. The- I've done that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wanted to ask you about uh, one of the articles you posted on the packy over the summer. I think it was over the summer. The one that blew the friggin' That broke the website for the day, about the rapper, who was the, uh, he was a like a an informant.
1: Yeah, uh, Jim Jones. Yes, yeah. Jim Jones.
0: Yes. So what? Yeah. So how the hell did? Our small little you know uh websites be able to track to get this much attention from like what happened? Like what, okay, yeah, what uh, like uh, you pay
2: uh, for a campaign?
1: Yeah. No, like uh you know, like uh I wasn't the first person to uh to post that story. Uh like actually like uh Vibe magazine had posted the same story and uh lipstick alley like uh prior to me. I just like you know, uh like I think articulated it. Yep. like you know, better yeah, like, you know, basically, I think that's like, uh, and then it just blew up from my Facebook page. I saw, like, you know, people and stuff, and everything seen that because, like, you know, a lot of, um, I think those publications and stuff, they're, you know, basically um, they have relationships with the record labels. Yeah. Like, you know, so he's like signed to Atlantic Records and stuff, and everything. So it was like, you know, like a little blurb on, like, you know, like these sites and stuff, and everything. I'm reading this. It like, he's a snitch. Yeah, so, you know, like I posted the um the article and stuff and everything, and it ended up blowing up and stuff. And everything people see that like you're on know, my Facebook page and you know started sharing it, and then like you know other people started sharing, and and that's how that ended up it blew up off my Facebook page.
0: I mean, it got traction. I was sitting there like at, at work and I looked at the I was like, holy shit, and I didn't know if you knew the guy personally or you knew someone that knew him, but I was like, oh, I was like, this thing was like picking up speed.
1: No, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I like. I think like it just had. It went. It went viral for my Facebook page because like uh, people started sharing it. I posted it on my Facebook page like I do most of the articles, but like you know, some content I guess resonates more so than I, you know, because like you know, with rappers and stuff, everything is so much. Um, it's so difficult necessarily to believe like you know certain things because they present themselves in a certain way. I like, even like with the factual information that I present in the article, like you know, and with other news sources sources because I wasn't the first person and some everything to post that story like yeah you know
2: so yeah I remember I investigated it because I was like please don't be plagiarized I was like I hope it's not plagiarized right and I remember trying to research it to try to make sure it was actually and it was it obviously it was right but I, when, when something like that happens it's just like out of nowhere and that happens it's just like huh so it's like I was just looking into it and but no it was it was all you man it was, it's awesome you know that's yeah, awesome, yeah. yeah. I, like you know, and uh,
1: a lot of times like that, I you know, I uh, you know get ideas from other sites. Oh yeah, you know, uh, I just oh, like yeah, yeah. yeah, I just reword it or like you know add I'll the reference opinion it and stuff everything like you know. But uh, yeah, it was I was really happy about that and like a lot of people and stuff everything wanted to argue and I like the uh, the commentary and stuff everything. But like you know, if you like look at the transcripts and stuff everything, it's clear like you immediately and and they're referring to him as the one cooperating with the police a lot of people were questioning like my journalistic integrity about that. Like, you know, uh, for like, for months, I like got tired of explaining <laughs> I was like, I was like, I don't care. Cause it's like, I don't have anything personal. Like I actually like, um, Jim Jones, you know, uh, like as a rapper, I don't care if he snitched or, or if he didn't like, you know, like I think his music is great. I was just like, kind of like, I thought it was an interesting story.
0: It was and it was, it was, I mean, it didn't, did what we wanted to do. It wanted to gather people to talk about it, which is good because, I mean, when you hit, like, one of the best videos I have on YouTube is the, of Adam, myself, my wife, and a couple of our friends uh, celebrating the Buffalo Bills making the playoffs for the first time since 1999. And it was completely done out of, like, just kind of kidding around. We were drunk. It was New Year's Eve. They made the playoffs for the first time. So my buddy, uh, Joey Doubleback, decided he was going to sing – the Prince 1999 song And do a little dance So we put it out on, on YouTube On New Year's Eve night The next day I wake up and I have We have over 2-3 thousand Views I have a thousand Comments from angry Buffalo Bills fans who <laughs> thought we were Fucking with them <laughs> And we weren't really, we were kind of joking around, like, oh, you finally made the playoffs. That's good. But we weren't like being mean about it. We were just, in a sense, we kind of give them like a, you know, a little pat in the back, like, ah, oh, good for you. You finally made it into the, you know, the real world of the NFL.
1: Sports fans can be some of the nastiest people you say, like, uh, something like they don't agree with. Like, you know, so like, um, I'm from Chicago and like I just recently did a post about uh, on the site about Craig Hodges and like basically like you know there's this theory and stuff everything that he was uh blackballed from like the NBA that's what he alleges but like I point out like you know I'm saying some factual information about him losing the 1993 uh three point contest to uh Craig Hodges former players saying that he was a bit slower and stuff everything and people were like oh you're a Craig Hodges hater yeah. I was like no I I really like Craig Hodges but like you know looking at the facts like I'm just like not seeing the evidence of like why like you're mean you feel like he was back blackballed when the NBA obviously allowed him to participate in nineteen ninety three uh three point contest, you know, when the rules stipulated that he couldn't participate because like you know what I mean <laughs> he wasn't on a roster. Yeah.
0: You know, does that sound it's like crazy. somebody that's blackballed
1: yeah. to you? You know what I mean? I like you know anything and like when you like started talking about like facts and logic, like if you know, people don't wanna uh <laughs>
0: Talk about that kind of stuff, you know? Oh, sports will piss anyone off. It doesn't matter. I mean, I'm a member of a lot of of, uh, groups on on Facebook for different sports teams around the country just for for when we share stuff online. And, uh, you know, you throw, like, a hot topic out there. Like, you know, it's like throwing a a loaded grenade into a crowd of people. Like, you just got to say something slightly off. You know, talk about Tom Brady in a Boston blog. People will either kill you well, they'll celebrate you. You know what I mean? Like you say, oh, Tom right. had a bad game last week. Well, ah, you hate Tom Brady. Well, you know what I mean? It's like people get so sensitive and so sentimental. And, you know, but it's it's funny because it's like this is what they live for. Like sometimes. Yeah, uh,
1: when I was talking about uh Tom Brady, like, you know, uh leaving the Patriots. Like before, like he had actually – people were going on the site. They're like, oh, that'll never happen. Yeah. it will you know, forget you for saying that. <laughs> like, right. Like,
0: and look what happened now. He's playing for the last team on anyone's list. He thought he was going to be at the fucking Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So we're the laughing stock at the NFL for the last <laughs> 20 years. But I mean, I don't know. It's uh, people are interested in it and they're very easily triggered. And I've, I found that the most to the evidence of just this past two months of the quarantine and basically how one person can say, say something on Facebook and it will trigger a whole avalanche of people you know even if your intentions weren't to cause a stir or start something like this people get very very sensitive and uh it's just sometimes i think facebook maybe isn't for everyone
1: (laughs) and uh you know even like you know some of the the mainstream media sites It's kind of funny, like, you know, how they'll post something and stuff that isn't, like, true at all. Like, uh, I remember, like, them saying Kim Jong-un was dead. Oh, yeah. You know, like, (laughs) I've seen this. Yeah, that was everywhere. Yeah, and, like, a lot of these, you know, so, like, it it really makes you, like, you know, kind of, like, you know, uh, decipher, like, you know, what media outlets you could kind of trust. Because, like, you know, so many, like, you know, you think would be reputable media sites are saying TMZ posted that and said he was dead. You know, and he's he's very much alive. And, you know, I was glad, like, you know, I really take pride in, like, trying to, like, put accurate news out there. I don't want to put, like, false information or false news because I feel like there's enough of that. So, like, I really try to, you know, pride myself on, like, the integrity, and you know.
0: No, that's good. I mean, it's – there is a lot of fake – I think every news outlet has their agenda and basically what they do is – whatever best suits their agenda. They're going to spin the story one way or the other. And they're loving this coronavirus shit because everyone's watching the news. People are watching the news more than they've ever watched the fucking news in their life. To be honest. Oh with. yeah. The last time I watched the news this month was nine 11, you know, and that's what 20 years ago was the last time I've ever was like so engaged in TV for like a yeah. period of time where you want to get information. And you know, it's just because we don't know. We have no fucking clue. You know, we're not doctors. We're not in the front line. We don't. We're not working in hospitals. We're just a bunch of dudes who sit here and we, you know, at home have to, you know, deal with the situation when at hand. So it's, for me, it's you gotta pick and choose your poison. So I watch a little Fox. I watch a little CNN, and then I'll, you know, you know, evaluate to, at the end of the day what what I think is gonna be the truth and what's not the truth. You know, it's a. It's all we can do. You know, it's, it's, it's sad, but it's like, it shouldn't be that way, you know? Especially in something like this. I mean, there should be no political agenda one way or another. It should be just, but they're capitalizing on it because it's an election year. You know, if it was, two, right. you know, two years ago and it was an election time, you know, it would be a whole lot different. But now they're like, well, this is going to make or break the, you know, the normality for one way or another, you know? So it's just like. It sucks that they're putting that in front of the actual truth and what's actually going on. And you know, like like Adam was saying earlier, like you you toss out this mutation, you know, aroma. Like, oh, it's going to mutate. But no, you no, not the the, f- not, no, not the
2: mutation rumor. The fact, no, the uh, they were saying that it's getting it's getting more contagious, which it might yeah. be. But it's all, they left out the part that it's mutating to get weaker, which they shouldn't. have. Well, no, that's a, that's, a, that's the, the thing.
0: thing. Yeah, they're not you giving know. the facts. They're like putting out like a you know like a little
2: manipulating
0: the facts yeah what about like
1: you know the uh theory that it was uh bioengineered in a right. lab, like, yeah
2: that's <laughs> bullshit that's bullshit yeah,
1: yeah. that's yeah i've read the scientific journals and stuff that says like you know what i mean and stuff but like you see that on reputable news sites like you know yeah. top government official yeah. says like, <laughs> i mean have we... already established that like you know it doesn't have like the genetic engineering of a disease that was like you know, made in a lab. So, yeah. if it was,
0: what a, what a what a lazy like disease to make, because you basically took the flu and now you're killing old people. Like the old people yeah. are the threats to the mark. You know, of the country. No. I mean, it definitely you...
2: wasn't. But if you wanted to make a case that maybe it got out of a lab accidentally somehow, Could have. that has yet to be determined. There is an investigation into that, but that has yet to be determined.
0: You know. Yeah. I mean, because basically, it's 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 basically a a flu form of a virus that's just been you know mod. It's it's a spectrum of the corona they call it. Like, I got I don't know that how, all I know is that this is it's it's this is one of several that could have spawned, and it's based after the flu, and it's just another spawn of the flu essentially, right? I mean, it's um, it's that basically what it is like, at the end of the day. Yeah, I mean, kind of. I mean, but so, stop
2: eating fucking bats, China. Just stop eating bats. Yeah, I, okay? <laughs> I, I frowned
0: upon the, the eating of the bats. I mean, we shouldn't be eating bats.
2: And now they have the fucking killer hornets over here, too. Those murder hornets that are like the oh, side yeah. of so, the Fucking Asia, get your shit together so, and stop sending your crap over here. So how do you Go. feel about
0: the hornets? Do you feel like this is just like a spin to take our minds off the coronavirus? Or well, do you think we, I, we really are endangered by giant killer hornets? No, i like not These
1: hornets, man, I saw like, kill a,
2: a mouse on TMZ like <laughs> did you Yeah it, no you know? joke they are no yeah. joke. But like, really? I don't know. If, I, I wouldn't consider it a problem, really. Yeah, I mean, there's bigger problems in the world. I mean, it's until, like, uh, until
1: yeah. it's in your backyard, it's not a problem. <laughs> 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 I
2: mean, in a life scale of things, I mean, it sucks and it's killing honeybees and it's going to fuck up our ecosystem and all that crap. But like, in the grand scheme of things, right now, eh, it sucks.
0: But
1: Do you I don't know, who's know like, it's, it's in Washington, like you know, some very things. So like, you know, let them deal with that. But like. problems here in mass right now you know know who's
0: really excited about this killer hornet thing michael jordan because people are talking about hornets for the first time in 20 years and he's very excited (laughs) he's like my investment is finally paying off
1: have you guys seen the last dance yet
0: no i gotta watch that though i heard it was crazy the The last dance the uh, documentary
1: uh, about michael jordan it's like a four-part series of like how much
0: of an asshole he is basically (laughs) I have to watch it. I need to get a time where I can set a sign where I'm not going to get interrupted because I hear it's very addictive. Like you hearing about the personalities and how he used to veto trades and how he like pretty much ran the bows for those years. Like it was very interesting. Like from the synopsis and how he didn't
2: want Isaiah say a Thomas on the dream team.
0: <laughs> yes. I mean, he, I mean, I, from what I understand, he pretty much picked that 92 dream team himself. Like he was like a, you know, he was like yeah. a LeBron of a so, but but like when they compare, so he was no he's no worse and no better than LeBron is though from nowadays, right? I mean, he's basically doing the same shit. Like it's like,
2: yeah, LeBron I think LeBron I think flaunted it more though, like and like he had the fucking decision. If it wasn't for the decision, then yeah. I think it, it might be a little bit better for him. Jordan you
1: know? never lost in the finals, man. Never. Like you know, everything Six LeBron can say the same thing. You know, like, yeah, you know, true. There, there wasn't there wasn't no game sevens. Like I saw like the meme and stuff. Or everything you've seen that meme where it's like uh. Is, is Jordan and Scotty? They're basically like you know LeBron has the most points in like you know game sevens and like he's like what the fuck is a game
0: seven?
1: <laughs> it says it all,
0: you know. The the best was was Jordan coming up as a youngster. Like his rookie year was I believe eighty four, um, and it was basically the Lakers and the Celtics that pretty much pinned Jordan down until the nineties. Because once Bird retired and you know and uh, Magic retired basically that it was a big opening right there because those two teams pretty much dominated each division. It's so, so right. many times that the bulls were getting stuck on the Celtics and couldn't get past them for so many years. Kind of like LeBron was stuck on the Celtics. I guess you yeah, could say, like you, you know, you kind
1: of got to put an asterisk like on that first, like championship. Cause like, you know, like Matt Johnson, like, you know, like he set out, like, you know, that's when he first came like, you know, back like with the HIV virus and stuff and everything or whatever. I remember him sitting out certain games, and stuff, everything. So it was like, you know, if he was actually healthy, like, would he have really, like, you know, won that particular, you know, championship?
0: Exactly. You know? Yeah. The Jordan thing is very interesting because, like, what he was held back definitely and in the 80s, he could have been dominating in the 80s. And, you know, and the Bulls team wasn't that, you know, extraordinary, but he happened to fall into a time where basketball started, all the big stars were starting to retire, get old, you know. So all the big 80s guys in the early 90s were starting to deteriorate. And then, he pretty much was still a young guy. I mean, he was still in his late twenties in the early nineties, and he just dominated. He was just so talented. It
1: wasn't easy, man. He had some obstacles. Like in the East, they had the Knicks, man. The Knicks they were good. Had yeah, that's had that, the Knicks team powerful, man. Ewing. The Pistons were so, still good
0: uh, back in those days, too. I mean, yeah. I mean, he did. Yeah, it shouldn't say it was a cakewalk, but yeah, yeah.
1: It's like some of those teams, man, were were pretty good. You know, the Supersonics oh, yeah. Sonics of everything, like you know, yeah. with, uh, Payton and and you know Kemp and. You know, like uh, the Phoenix Suns with Barkley, Marley. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. like you know, they had like you know, uh, that I thought they I, I didn't think that they had a good chance. Well, uh, I,
0: yeah, so I agree. I think the finals for him are a challenge because there was a lot of good teams in the West. He had a he had a face and yeah, um, but like if, it it almost seemed like you know the amount of teams that were good in the East back when he was playing were a lot less. You know, I guess you could say that they, LeBron, too. I the, mean, the Pacers,
1: man, they like, you know, they would they would they they weren't lying down and giving it. To no, them. they weren't. No, you're right. Yeah. It's like they those were like some good classic games, you know, Reggie Miller, man. And, uh, yeah. and like, you know, the Bulls and stuff, everything, you know, basically all they really had like was like, you know, Jordan and Pippen for those first three championships. You know, even though like, you know, Horace Grant played a pivotal role. Of everything, but a lot of the players and stuff, everything I feel like were, were interchangeable on a lot of those teams. Then, like when they got Rodman, oh, yeah, that's that what was. really, like, you know, made them like, you know, kind of like unstoppable, it was kind of like unfair. This guy who's gonna get 20 rebounds a night, like, you know, what I mean, and stuff, everything. <laughs> and that Regardless,
0: was, it was the piece of the puzzle they needed just to sell it. It was, it was the, the, the Jordan teams were just incredible to watch. I remember as a kid growing up, was watching because at that time the Celtics sucked. I mean, we, were, we just lost. You know, Reggie Lewis and, oh, yeah. you know, we're supposed to have uh, Len Bias and then Bird retires early and then, you know, they blew up the team and then we had shitty ownership and shitty coaching. and Kale
1: was old and shit, oh, like, yeah. you know, <laughs> bad yeah. knees, man.
0: It's, it sucked. And, like, early 90s Celtics were, like, in mid-90s Celtics, I mean, it was just, like, depressing, you know? So it's like – and Jordan was there. So it's like you watch Jordan and he really got you really into the game again. You know, it's – he was so good. It just – it's – but he had such a he's so good but has such a dark like two-sided life. It's just so great. It's like he's such a talented player, but like his like the gambling issue and how the right. retirement and to go play minor league baseball for the White Sox and like <laughs> then his dad dies and and you know had to do with the gambling debts and uh, oh god, it's just like unbelievable the story, you know? And then he recovers right. and then you know, he made, he brought Nike back up and he pretty much, you know, had, breaks, has his own brand. The only person to ever have his really own brand for Nike. You know, and there's only one swoosh on any of the Jordan shoes and it's the Jordan one. That's the only one you see a Nike swoosh. And then he's still making Jordans. It's unbelievable. The guy hasn't played in 20 right. years and he's still making new sneakers. It's a cultural icon, you
1: know, and stuff or anything. Like they still do memes about him, mm-hmm. And, you know, like the super important you know just like for the culture it's um but he also like just seems like it wasn't a very nice person like do you yeah. ever hear like the the chameleon air story mm. like the, the rapper chameleon air you know uh you, you know i know what about. About. yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah i never heard the story <laughs> so though he uh he like basically like went up to michael jordan and you know um you know he was telling him like you know i just bought your jersey and stuff everything and like michael jordan just like basically was like saying like oh like you made in some of everything like he was talking down to camillionaire like you made in some of everything like oh like you know it's it's a funny story like youtube and online just like you know how you, like the camillionaire uh Michael Jordan story it's hilarious
0: one of the best Michael Jordan stories i heard was about the 92 dream team when they went to barcelona and uh, they flew out there and now you had Michael Jordan and a bunch of old veterans like a best, the best players in the history of the nba were on this team and jordan would be at the casino all night gambling like a like an animal drinking gambling playing like all night long till five six seven in the morning then would show up to the practice facility with like no sleep and was dominating during practice and he would like he was he's just tired and and all the older players were looking at him like where the hell were you last night he was like oh we left him at the casino he didn't he just literally came from the casino to the practice facility and that 92 Dream Team was probably by far on paper the best basketball team ever assembled in the history of the sport. I mean, when you think about the characters that are on that team and who played, I mean, it, it was like Magic's last hurrah. You know, you had you had Bird. You had Jordan. I mean, you had Barkley. I mean, you had these guys who were like at their prime playing for this team. And Jordan's sitting there as like a, a, tw- a 25, 26-year-old at the casino all night didn't going to practice and being the best player on the team. It's like unbelievable. It's like one of the yeah. greatest stories. Yeah, I've yeah. yeah. heard
1: stories like that though, like about like Larry Bird, like you know, instead of hanging out at the bar and stuff, or everything, and then and before the playoffs, oh yeah, he's coming in and dropping like <laughs> you go know, crazy.
0: So, crazy. Larry Bird's favorite bear and the only bear he actually drink is Miller Lite, and um, he's a good old boy from from Indiana, you know,
1: Rich Lake, yeah.
0: So there is this. Uh, Bar across the street, which is now I forget what, I don't know what it's called now, but it used to be called the um, penalty box. And after Celtics games, it was known that Larry would go from the locker room, take a shower, and walk over to the penalty box and sit there and have a few drinks. Um, and he would do it regularly. And they always kept Miller Lite on draft because it was the only beer he would drink. He wouldn't drink anything else. And he would sit there and go. And it, it wouldn't be uncommon to see larry after a game hanging out in a bar across the street on lansdowne on, on, uh, on uh canal street you know it's uh Cosby street rather but uh it's a different time oh one of the best stories about the 86 celtics they um there's this restaurant called um uh sirloin and bourbon i guess it was called something like that steak and bourbon something like that it was a fancy steakhouse kind of in north end garden area and um and they invited the entire '86 championship team to film a commercial, so they wanted all the entire team to come up, and they gave them food. They let them drink all they could. It was an open bar, and they had video crews there who would videotape. So they finally got the commercial cut. And you could Google if you went to if you go to a, uh, YouTube and you look at the '86 uh, Celtics uh, steak and bourbon commercial. They're hammered, and they're just sitting there, and they're just filming the commercial. All the players are just. Out of their fucking mind, just drunk off their I mean, can you imagine if a professional team did that nowadays? What kind of backlash oh, the, oh, they would get?
2: Team Z, they couldn't.
0: They couldn't even do it, you know. They couldn't
2: even hit a fried chicken in the Red Sox dugout. So I can't I, even imagine right? what that would be like now in basketball.
0: Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So we're approaching the uh, one-hour mark here, and uh, I guess it was a good show. Went by fast. Um, anything you want to plug? We'll stop you, Ryan, at the uh, last minute here.
1: Oh yeah, definitely guys, uh you know, uh check out my articles on the Packy, uh you know, and also subscribe to my YouTube channel. Um uh,
0: What is the YouTube channel, just everyone? I know it's on the Packy, but what is it? So if you went searching, just write Ryan yeah, Glover.
1: Uh yeah, just look up Ryan Glover. Uh like Ryan Glover Media, it'll it'll come up.
2: Sweet. Mr. mallet um yeah as usual check out the whirlwind potato on youtube and uh possibly this friday if he's not sick i will be doing a show with fan of film on their channel so you can check out that if you want
0: sweet and of course always uh the packy.com like us on youtube subscribe to us hit the little alert button and then of course uh, me and my wife's page, the wicked explorers Check that shit out too, especially if you like little babies, because that sounds. Wonderful. That was a little one doing. He's doing good. Five months, uh two days ago. Oh, congratulations! Thank you. He's gonna be uh by the time you see him uh, in person. Know, he's gonna be. Uh, <laughs> he's gonna be driving at this point, so this quarantine <laughs> yeah. continues. All right. Fucking it. Hey, let me. What was the last yeah, time?
1: Man, we- what was the last two years, man. So. <laughs>
0: so I know. It's crazy.
2: Hopefully, he will be there in a couple of weeks.
0: Yeah, we'll, yeah, a couple weeks we're starting. Yeah, to And you could yeah. sit next to me in the seat. Oh boy. <laughs> and then you won't have that fucking contraption on your head. Like you look like you're flying a helicopter into uh, into Nam. <laughs> <laughs> Be a thermostat behind you. Said it's 69 degrees.
1: Let me borrow that the next time I go to the strip club. You know what I mean?
0: <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> I want to see like some chick walk out of that doorway. Like you're just like, hey, pop a head in real quick. <laughs> like <"Hey>, it's gone. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, guys. Yeah. Thanks for the show, and we'll see you guys uh, next week. Later. All right,
2: buddy. You later.